What's up, you guys? We got a fine crew in here tonight. Uh, we got Mr. Colin Holtz from the Comedy Flop House. Hello. Hey. <laughs> uh, and Matt Lieb's newsbroke partner, Francesca Fiorentini. Second appearance, I believe. Yes. Thanks for having me back. Yeah. I scarred you that much, mm-hmm. huh? Wow. It was a flesh wound. Uh, and, of course, NFL Hall of Famer Brendan. Hello. And joining us through the Skype tubes, L.A. Matt, Mr. Matt Lieb. Yo, yo, what up? This is that Jew, that Jew. He hits you. He, like, cut out mid-freestyle. Mid That's cool. That's cool. We got Skype problems. I said I am, I am the Jew that shrieks in pain as he strikes you. Oh. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is a YouTube comment that I read. Oh, okay. <laughs> okay. Um, thanks, oh, everyone. Are we introducing ourselves with our favorite YouTube comments? No, no. Yeah. Please yeah. no. Yeah. He made him go back inside, LOL. <laughs> yeah, that was a good one. That was a good one. Um, thanks, thanks everyone. The guy jumps out of the trash can, and then the dude just reflexively punches him in the face. The top comment on YouTube for so long was, he made him go back inside, LOL. Which yeah. is just like... I mean, show me the lie. <laughs> yeah, it was a true show comment. The lie. Um, thanks to everyone who donated to the Patreon for the Ben episode uh, last week. Patreon.com slash broadcast. Uh, I'm going to try and figure out how to do that with the, with the monthly subscriptions. But uh, in any case, there'll be a lot of money going to 826 Valencia. So thanks to everybody who donated. Um, I think Matt has to die. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I think the that's royal, the only way to do it. The royalty free, I don't know how to turn that into a sacrificial, the, the royalty. We'll freestyle the fuck out of your eulogy though, Matt. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but not. it'll never be as good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I'm, I'm You'll the never only see one it. who can do it good. Okay. That's true. That's true. I'm not going to attempt the royalty freestyle. Yeah, I'm terrible at that stuff. Um, this weekend, I did attend a bounce house party. Uh, for Brendan's child. I think the highlight of that was someone else's kid. I don't know what phase of life he's in, but he was just in the phase of life where he like wanted to talk shit on everything. Mm-hmm. <laughs> the first thing he said, he's like, this is a big bounce house. This is a small bounce house. Smallest bounce house I've ever seen. And his dad was like, hey, now, we're going we're gonna to enjoy it. It's it's a really nice size bounce house. He's like, yeah, maybe if you're a two-year-old. <laughs> <laughs> I think he was trying to prove that he was older than the, yeah. he was the oldest kid. Yeah. But by the time I got there, it was just Brendan having like a roast battle with this five-year-old. <laughs> Who could talk more shit on the bounce house? Well, the five-year-old, I was, I, I got a text from Brendan saying that the kid was roasting him over the size of his bounce house. Mm-hmm. And then by the time I got there, I think the bounce house roasting was over. But then he came into like the game room in the house and was like, I don't know, he was like talking shit on the games. Did you eventually just hug him and we're like, it's okay, you can bounce too. You're not too old. And he just started crying and then you guys had a Robin Williams. You don't Matt know Damon me. Mo- okay. That's not what I do. <laughs> no, the part I saw was Brendan called the kid an idiot. And the kid was like, did you just call me an idiot? And Brendan's like, 
Yeah, did I stutter? <laughs> <laughs> well, he there's so there's my... nothing scarier than a fucking really big adult telling you you're an idiot. That just my... destroys well, your confidence. The, the reason that I went there was because first of all, I was a little fed up, you know, with his with his mouthiness, and then he came in and he pointed at this big wooden sign with my daughter's name, and he's like. What does that even say? Oh, that's that right. That's not how you. That's not how you pronounce her name. And I was like, "Yeah, it is." He goes, "No, it's this." And he like read it phonetically, basically. And I'm like, "He's like, that's how you're supposed to read it." And I said, "Yeah, if you're an idiot." <laughs> you picked him <laughs> so, up by the neck. So I didn't like, actually I call him. Idiot. And he's like, yeah. "Did you just call me an idiot?" And he's like, "Yeah, did I stutter?" <laughs> but see, I think, that's when you came into this. Man. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah. But I think that is a good, as we've said on this podcast before, like getting roasted by a teen mm-hmm. is one of the worst experience. I mean, it destroyed Michael Jordan's entire life. Yeah. So I think you definitely have to have a zero tolerance policy mm-hmm. to where if it ever feels like you're even getting close to roasted. Oh, you got to shut it down. Yeah, you got to shut it down I have right no, away. I have no doubt that at some point that child will come back from my head. He's going to be 16 <laughs> years old. He's going to have like the most insane memes of all time to just roast me with. I'll be another 10 years older. I'll be off my... I mean, I'm just going to be... It's going to be like in The Godfather 2 when uh, Michael Cor- or Vito Corleone comes to the guy who's like almost dead on his porch and he's like, my name is Vito Corleone. Rawr! And just stabs him. Yeah. Yeah. yeah That's yeah, what's yeah. going to happen. Or like, yeah. That's what he said. Uh-huh. Or like uh, like uh, X Men First Class, where we we're talking about, we would watch the movie that's just someone going around smothering elderly elderly Nazis yeah, with a pillow. Yeah yeah. yeah, yeah, You you can have all the prestige and awesome travel perks of a of a Nazi hunter, but you don't have any of like the hazard because they're all so old. You just have to smother them with a pillow. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. Briefcase. Me amo Antonio Andolini. Yeah. So. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> As he's getting stabbed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so, you, do you guys want to start with tech nonsense or or political nonsense? Oh God, please. Either, well, it is either. Just, if we're talking political nonsense, it's worth saying that like the teen roasting thing. It's at a whole new level because every elected official in America is scared shitless right now. <laughs> yeah. Did you? There was a there's a congressman in Nevada that called a kid's school to get him suspended. Because the kid left him a voicemail and said, you got to do something about these fucking guns. Yeah. Oh, my and he God. Called and he's like, well, this kid needs to be suspended. Just when you didn't think there was a thing as age fragility, there mm-hmm. absolutely is. I mean, yeah. like, we're in a moment where you got Tucker Carlson on primetime being like, well, what, what do you mean? They can't They can't even rent a car. <laughs> like, how are they going to tell me about gun laws? And it's like, yeah, the, the just we've gone through all the fragilities. And now we're at age for Jimmy. Yeah. And uh, there's nothing worse than being clowned on, as Bre- mm-hmm. Brennan knows. The congressman was trying to shut it down, but the thing about shutting it down is you don't shut it down by snitching. Like yeah. That's just not how you do that. This that's just going to make yeah. it worse. Mm-hmm. That just, just makes the dude, There's probably going to be some Streisand by... effect where he's just going to get so many profane voicemails now. Getting clowned on by Isn't a kid that, is why I mean, I that's kind of Streisand effect. You try to what's the Streisand effect? Well, it's Barbara Streisand tried to get the photos of her house taken off the internet. Uh-huh. Uh huh. And then of course everyone just kept posting them. Yeah. And so it's, it's kind of the same thing, right? Because right. he's trying to get people to stop leaving, you know, uh, voicemails with f bombs in them. Mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. now just a million people are going to call his office. And yeah. There's voicemails. too many effects for me to keep track of anymore. Since mm-hmm. he called the school, it's less like he's snitching and more like he's tattling. You know. Yeah, mm-hmm. I mean, what's the it's difference, true. though? Depends what school I you went know. to. Isn't snitching? <laughs> <laughs> Did you guys openly? Public school snitches get stitched. Uh, 
In what? In private school, they tattle? Is that different? I, I mean, I don't really know. I never went to private school. Yeah, yeah. Um, well, I'll start with tech nonsense. Uh, this is an article that I saw being passed around a lot of places. It's about this place called Powder Mountain, which is uh, mm. a, uto- a utopian club for the millennial elite. That oh sounds so gnarly, no. dude. Oh, good. I absolutely don't want to hear more. Is it in Tahoe? Just tell me it's in Tahoe. No, it's in Utah. Oh. Powder. Uh, the, you, uh, they, see the, you see that movie? What? Powder? Have you guys done a no, on Powder? No, not in a long time. Isn't oh. he like, didn't he like someone kill a deer and then he like made the, other, the hunter feel what it's like to be the dead deer? An albino, yeah. Yeah, yeah. An and albino then he's deer. made of lightning. Yeah, but mm-hmm. then the writer of that movie was a child molester. Mm. Hot. That makes a lot mm-hmm. of sense. Joe Esterhaus. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's a lesson in that, I think. <laughs> yeah, don't fuck Well, kids. anyway, it was, good, it was good enough for techie millennials. Mm-hmm. The audacious real estate project, branded Powder Mountain, is becoming a mecca for altruistically minded members of the global elite. The goal wow. will always remain the same, says Elliot Bisnow, Rosenthal's business partner. To his be name a is beacon. Biznow? Yeah, his last name is Bisnow. <laughs> <laughs> How do you spell that? <laughs> it's B I S N O W. Bisnow. I'm starting a small uh, tech Bisnow. <laughs> no, that's my last name, Mr.com. <laughs> Uh, uh, now. <laughs> I work in BizNow development. <laughs> um, to be a beacon of inspiration and a light in the world, BizNow, Rosenthal, and three friends, all entrepreneurs in their 30s, dreamed up the scheme after spending years running Summit, an exclusive gathering described by insiders as Davos for Millennials. Oh! <laughs> I was, wait, 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 wait. As in Game of Thrones? <laughs> no, no, not the Onion Knight. No. Be, by the way, sorry, uh, I'm reading Davos Vince's shoulder. Essos. So they've, they've, positioned it, they've positioned it as the Davos for Millennials. In the next paragraph, it talks about how it features speakers such as, uh, this is my note, noted Millennials, Quentin Tarantino, Jane Fonda, <laughs> Peter Thiel, and Jeff Bezos. Uh, yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was the word millennial that. means nothing. Yeah. Yeah, I was going to read that in the next oh, paragraph. Sorry, but anyway, okay. just all, okay. altruism and Davos. <laughs> Have yeah. now been put in the the two paragraphs of this article. Just want to flag it's that. It's altruistic, like the infamous finance summit in exactly. Switzerland. Yeah, like the World Bank is altruistic. Yeah. <laughs> uh, Davos is the name of a character on Game of Thrones. Uh-huh. My bad. Yeah, Might be. yeah, yeah. That's the Onion Knight, man. Yeah. Come on. He kind of fingertip. Uh, applicants to Summit are screened and interviewed to ensure they display the correct psychographic and then in parentheses or mindset for the events. It is pitched as an entertaining ideas festival comparable to Ted and Burning Man, featuring, oh, as Brendan said, Quentin Tarantino, Jane Fonda, Peter Thiel, and Jeff Bezos. I'm sorry. It's okay. It's, guests pay $3,000 to $8,000 for access to three-day flagship events hosted everywhere from beaches in Tulum, Mexico, to cruise ships in the Caribbean. They're all going to fail. Spoiler alert: None of their apps work out. I'm sorry. No, but this is the, this is like this is the brilliance of this. Is it's like you don't go and expect to strike gold. You just set up shop and sell them shovels. You want a bunch of dumbasses? They're like out of, out there in the the what is it? The psych psychology? The psychograph? The psychographic mm-hmm. economy or whatever the fuck they're doing out there. And you just sell them some bullshit. Why do I feel like the psychograph uh, is like sociopathy? Like you yeah. have to be a certain amount of just like non-self-reflective, egoistic 
We have to be dumb enough artist. to make up a word for words that already exist, mm-hmm. which is like, you know, they're always making up complicated words for like, like simple. Like biz now. That's tech. Like biz now. Yeah. That's it, tech, baby. The meetings happen in between ski runs at the chalet. Am I wrong? Yeah, that's exactly what, okay. that's exactly so, that's what happens. I want to back up, but like, whoever this person's editor is just really let him off the hook by being like an ideas festival like Ted or Burning Man. (laughs) One is like the world's worst PowerPoints. And the other one is like a bunch of dirty guys in cat in the hat hats <laughs> with their dicks out with their dicks out <laughs> doing drugs yeah well and you can't the, have an idea festival Indian tribe from uh from um uh blood meridian wearing wedding dresses sure that's sure. just always what i picture i mean you I can't think. have an ideas festival without a lot of drugs in your dick out mm-hmm. yeah. yeah can you do a ted talk with your dick out though i'd like to see that attempt that'd be a special one mm-hmm. oh uh, that would be ted x for sure <laughs> <laughs> ted triple x mm-hmm. yeah ted triple x um so my Brendan, penis is an idea in the new How? ecosystem in the economy of ideas. It's like... How to prolapse your anus <laughs> and then monetize it. Uh, to, uh, your, to your point, Brendan, I think we get into, uh, uh, like, giving them enough rope territory. This feels very much like the uh, ironic... Um, think Not the, the ironic profile. Like, you can sense the scorn more and more through the words as as the article goes along okay got it yeah Keep reading. Um, having finessed the art of persuading rich people to pay to join these getaways the okay, founders okay the founders convinced their friends to help them buy an entire mountain in utah complete with ten thousand acres of some of the best ski terrain in the u.s they bristle at the idea that they're trying to build a high altitude utop- utopia for plutocrats but then casually refer to a segment of their clientele as quote the billionaire set and don't hesitate to mention that their mountain happens to be located between towns named Eden and Paradise. Oh my god. What's their mountain called? Powder? That's the worst one. Uh, the beautiful surroundings and unique blend of people, Rosenthal believes, will create, quote, the exponential opportunities of the future. Oh yeah, there's a unique unique uh, diversity of people there. It's uh, white people and off-white people. I can't like I can't get over like them actually being like, "Did you know it's between Eden and Paradise?" Like all I can yeah. think of is like someone saying that in the voice of when Adam Sandler and Chris Farley used to read the Zagat Guide. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Did it you sounds- hear that, Hank? Holy cannoli! <laughs> it definitely sounds like something that should be a needlepoint on like the bathroom wall of yeah. their of their adorable cottage. Uh-huh. Is there part of you though that is like kind of tantalized by this? Like I In read this. Oh, like would you want to be there? Like I read. Oh, sure. I read. Okay, because I want to know. I want to know more about that. Because I read this and I'm like, I am. I've vomited inside my mouth like five times since you started reading this article. Like there's nothing inside. I hate to ski, number one. Mm. Uh, I only ski in order to get to the french fries or the chili that sure. is in the chalet uh, in the middle of the run. Hot, hot chocolate. The hot chocolate yeah. all I want to do. Um, but I don't give a fuck about these dudes and their fucking bullshit ideas. But I mean like Quentin Tarantino, I guess that'd be cool. But after the whole like Kill Bill revelations, no. Uh, Barbara Streisand, that'd be dope. But no, no, that she wasn't on there. That's just Brendan mentioning oh, right. the Streisand mm-hmm. effect. Although I feel like Nelson Mandela will be there, though. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Kazam. Uh, but yeah. like, what if pe- like what's appealing thus far? Is it like you know, fuck the Budokats, but like <laughs> yeah, no, nothing about the networking is appealing. But mostly just you know, the like hanging out in a Tony's ski resort. I mean, Utah in the winter is pretty awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's the powder. It's the, pretty like, nice. Sick. How do you call it? 
pow pow. Sick pow pow. Sick pow pow. Yeah. The fresh gnar. Hold on. The, we got. We got a good. Shred the gnar. Is this a thing that people have already signed up for? Like it's already working, or they're just like we're they marketing don't care. this to you? Yeah. Is it going to be is. the next fire festival? <laughs> That's what it sounds like for political. I think they've the already had festival. one or two. I'm. Uh, I got to get further. Uh, we got a good quote from the founder. Uh, I have this whole rap with Gertrude Stein, Catherine Graham, De Medici, Bauhaus. There's this rich history of groups coming together where the whole is more than the sum of its parts, right? I think that's what's happening here. First of all, did those people, <laughs> like those people all are from different eras. I don't think that they were hanging so, out. So we got a lot of These losers who consider themselves <laughs> the next Steve Jobs. Right. And, you know, individually, you know, total duds. Together, mm-hmm. I think we've got another Tinder. So yeah. he's freestyling with Gertrude Stein and a European architecture style? Like, yeah. Like, I don't... And and if and it's sixteenth an art, fifteenth century uh, Florentine family. Yeah, remember right, the, you know right. that Google app that like the that matches your face with an art, mm-hmm. a famous piece of art. That was that was this Davos. Yeah, okay. Thing. He's like, there's this rich history of groups coming together, like these famous people that I just randomly threw into one hypothetical. There, there is literally zero difference between this profile. And the same kind of shit that they would write about Steve Bannon, where they're like, "Did you know that he's carrying around a biography of Aristotle?" Like all you need to do is just carry around a biography of a dead fucking Roman guy yeah. with a marble sculpture on the cover, and you're good. Yeah. Yeah. Colin's starting to read Sartre. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he told us about don't, it before the don't, cast. Don't even know. Nope. But you're on. I mean, listen. Colin, tell us about Sa- Sartre. Sa- you know, no, I don't Sa- know anything about. Wow, you really put me on my toes here. <laughs> yeah. Put me on my, my heels. heels. Put I me think, on my yeah. toes. Yeah. You know Either what? way, you're a ballerina. Either way, I don't know what I'm talking about. Yeah. You're Twirl for a us. fourth of the way to becoming Steve Bannon, Colin, is what mm-hmm. we're trying to say. Three pop collars. And if from... you and like twenty five <laughs> pockmarks. Yeah. You're I'm there. working on those collars though. Mm-hmm. Such hype might seem detached from reality, but it is much in vogue among the technology sector's new generation of millionaires and billionaires who seem keen to distance themselves from the selfish excess of their predecessors from 80s Wall Street. Yes, this is okay, so, so what different. are they doing? What are they doing for other <laughs> oh, people? Please, get good. please go. They show less interest in super yachts or sports cars. Instead, they speak about spiritual enrichment, connections to nature and purpose. It is against this backdrop that countless summit-like festivals, retreats, and communities have emerged in and around California, promising to help wealthy clients find a better version of themselves. Hmm, it almost sounds like these people who devoted their whole careers to getting obscenely rich have realized that they don't get fulfillment from it. <laughs> yeah. Ooh. Yeah, well, that's... And by the way, in the 80s, they were definitely also very spiritual. It just was cocaine-driven. Mm-hmm. This is true. They actually like literally my- saw God because they were doing so much cocaine. <laughs> this is what yeah, that's what happens when you stay up for three days. Right. Wait, yeah. is, is there is raw that- water in this? Does raw water make... Oh, any, I don't think appearance? there's any raw water. Oh. But the the next couple of paragraphs, I almost are had pretty, a bingo. Pretty strong. Okay. <laughs> um, so there's a there. Uh, oh, uh, the CEO, the CEOs inside, they're hurting. The director Ben Tauber, a former Google product manager, recently said of his clients, "They wonder if they're doing the right thing for humanity." These are questions we can only answer behind closed doors. Uh, what? Know, so so the mob doesn't kill us, I guess. Wait. So uh, you, so when is it is it done yet? Is do no, we circle not, back to skewer what just oh, happened? A li- well, a little bit. Let, okay. me, let me get this next paragraph because this one's pretty good. I gotta say, Summit prides itself on its progressive 
content with talks about global warming, inequality, racial divisions, and the war in Syria. They're real. But there is a a celebrity draw with talks such as Jessica Alba on defying expectations and Andre Agassi on scaling change. (laughs) (laughs) He talks about how he went from... uh, a mullet to a mullet wig to ball. Yeah. So he skilled change. Yeah, he, he went from a one-handed backhand to a two-handed backhand, and now he knows everything about business. What mm-hmm. does that actually... But, like, what? what? Nothing. It means Scaling nothing. change? It's like if you can change... he If you can change the inner me, you find out that the enemy was the inner me. If I could change, <laughs> yeah, if you could change... <laughs> Maybe I'll work in change. <laughs> it should be Sylvester Stallone on yeah, Scaling Change. That I would change. believe. That I'd yeah. be like, okay, no, I get it. Rocky three, cool. Mm-hmm. Sylvester Two, Stallone three, and Dolph Lundgren on <laughs> on Scaling Change. If it was like Scaling Eden, I'd be like, oh, that makes sense. If he, if Andre Agassi scaled Eden, but like his own internal... Scaling Powder Mountain. That's yeah. much more literal. Scaling. Um, Jessica Alba is in some hot water. I think her like honest some raw water. Some fucking raw water. Sorry. Wait, I don't even know what is raw water. Oh, I, come on. I can't listen to this podcast anymore because yeah. I'm Makes currently you... romantically involved with someone who's on it. Not naming names. Open that ass. Uh, so if i want to maintain any kind of attraction i have to stay Mm -hmm. off that's That's fair that's a good policy i think that's what killed my relationship Mm -hmm. that's true she made uh we made the mistake of listening to the ben uh episode together and i forgot uh that i mentioned in the ben episode that uh i had the flu and masturbated while i had the flu in my bed Remembered when I had the flu. My fucking bed. No, what a violation. So, what so, if he was thinking I, about you, though? No. <laughs> if we were. I mean, to me, that'd be gross because you don't masturbate thinking about your own girlfriend. That's gross. But I don't want to. No, Matt, just don't do something else right now. I don't want to know what he was thinking so, about. So, sure. discuss it. Yeah. So Trump Jr. Junior's, Trump Jr.'s marriage fell apart. Come on my dirt coffin set. Yeah, that's right. <laughs> Trump Jr.'s marriage fell apart because he could not log off. He would not <laughs> yeah. stop posting. Vince's relationship fell apart because right. he could not stop podcasting. All right. All right. Yeah. It was just once yeah. a week, Vince. That. Yeah. Meanwhile, well, my you relationship's never that's been true. stronger. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Even though you I- masturbated in my marital bed. <laughs> that's true. That is your marital bed. Yeah. This is getting, get complicated. Just getting personal this week. Freestyle. It'll turn you off. Don't listen to royalty freestyle. It'll turn you off forever. That's the time oh, when listen. I'm the most attracted, actually. Oh, no. Yeah. I mean, I guess you'd have to be. <laughs> That'd be the, yeah. Anyway, so Powder Mountain. Okay. Um, for all its intellectual bravado, Sorry, no. This is this is a bad. Uh, no, next paragraphs. What are they doing? The altruistically. Tell me, also, tell me what they're actually doing oh, for people. They're doing mushrooms. The, that's the literally pivot, it. <laughs> the pivot there was like, unlike other billionaires in previous generations, they're actually becoming Buddhists for themselves. Yeah, no, like the. the uh, I mean, the whole thing is like calling them out on their bullshit, but it's kind of subtle the way it's written. It's very much like they want a, an invite. a wrinkle in time. It's that Oprah like self actualization cult where like someone who's a billionaire. I mean, it, it works for Oprah because she's like, you know, grew up a poor black woman in the South. Yes. And so it's kind of like it's empowering somewhat that she became a billionaire. But she's also 
you know, you're not going to become Oprah, let's face it. And her no. whole spiel is very much like, you know, it's like the secret. You got your vision board. And that's all. All this shit is the secret, basically. Uh, you Are know, you got to be mindful and you got to like think about stuff and you got to be positive and blah, blah, blah. So I watched that fucking A Wrinkle in Time movie and it's really like nothing. It's, it's not that, really right? about anything. Like the entire conflict is like this girl's not thinking positive enough. And so she thinks positive and then everything's good. And, uh, and it was really annoying because, uh, yeah, you know, there's not really a movie behind that. It was just them telling you the it's ideas just a secret. and being like, you got to think like a kid, you know, you got to go in there, think like a 12 year old, 12 year olds like to think positive. In the meantime, I'm like 12 year old me would have hated this bullshit even more than I, hate I was this the most bullshit. neurotic 12 year old. No, yeah. 12 years old is when you're like, oh my God. God, yeah, God, all these hormones think. going through me. Yeah. yeah. I was just sitting like, You just started to get aware of like how fucked up shit can be. Yeah. That was when I first like discovered punk rock and like yeah. breaking shit. Yeah. <laughs> Um, yeah, so then, uh, so then, um, cherry pop and daddies for me. That was me at 12. <laughs> that's I was it, right? Ryan. Ryan! Yeah, dude. Throw back a bottle of beer. Do you remember where you were when you discovered ska? <laughs> Oh hell yeah! yeah. Dude. Oh my yeah. god! I remember the. It was like homecoming. Now I'm dating myself. I don't give a fuck. But like homecoming of freshman year, and it was like, oh, we could just dance like this, and it's okay. <laughs> yeah. You yeah. just sort yeah. of fucking Scott like skanking. Like yeah. what is it? Skanking you just skank, on the dance but it's floor, like dude. those like uh, what are those automatic um, oh uh, like punch. What are those little toys? Claw, claw hands. The like claw. Exactly. You just like claw hand outwards, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and it's a dance. And Kick like your legs. suddenly you had an identity. When I was thirteen, I was like, mm-hmm. "Fuck yeah!" It's very much yeah. like the Elaine from Seinfeld. You got to do the mm-hmm. thumb and the kick. Yeah, a little yeah. bit of the and twist. You, you got to have there. checker vans. <laughs> yeah. yeah, you need checker oh, vans. Oh, definitely. Or houndstooth if you're really uh-huh. if you're yep. really going for it. Is Ska the white? Or you just dress like a secret agent if you're like first wave. Yeah. True. True. Mm-hmm. That's his chain suit wallet. Wave. Chain no, like, wallet. Like, like the specials or whatever, like the suits and the skinny ties. Totes. Um, what were we talking about? Oh, so then these dudes in LA made a video about me because they were like, this guy is so negative about uh, this what? Wrinkle in Time movie. And so they made like a whole video <laughs> and then they tweeted it at me. You got a takedown video? Yeah, yeah. They made like a 20 oh. minute video about my movie. Oh my I watched, God. I watched 10 seconds of it. It was just, it was the very like typical LA dudes where it's like two kind of fat dudes like in a game room that has a bunch of Star Wars shit all in it and then um, you know like writing love letters to brands and then uh, they managed not to talk about feminism the entire time or Jews amazingly that's crazy no it's really about ethics and video game journalism (laughs) Um, and uh, and it was kind of just like they're unironically doing the thing where they're like this guy's too negative about a Disney movie let's take him down and then the only like 10 seconds I watched of it were them like making fun of my joke Twitter avatar where like I deliberately put like my Twitter avatar as like an outtake frame of me making a weird face and then they're like they're like making fun of my weird joke face as if I right. posted like, it as an accident. Realize, yeah. yeah, like it was like a Freudian p- p- Look at this idiot. Yeah. Is that your His first... eyes don't even open all the way. <laughs> yeah. Is that and your first takedown video? Yeah, I think that's my first full video. I mean, that I know of. Good for you. Congratulations. Yeah. But so then they were like, t- they, they tweeted it at me and they tagged like everyone that I work with. And, <laughs> and it was kind of yes. like, first of all, that's like the biggest snitch move Ever. Yeah, like yeah. if I was actually legitimately threatened you're a fucking by it. cop if you tag <laughs> yeah, people on Twitter yeah. like you are a cop that's why I yeah. feel like 
Barry Weiss needs to go to jail. Yeah. yeah. Also, yeah. like I have a little bit of history of like getting sh- getting professional shit for like writing a bad review of a Disney product, which is literally doing my job. Like there's no like that's literally like there's nothing. But this is I'm not freestyling. I'm not like going off script. Like that's I'm doing the exact assignment that I had and getting shit for it. Just being honest. I mean, this is the moment we're in where it's like even Oprah's like depth is being questioned or, mm-hmm. or goodness and it's like Oprah's Oprah, you know? Yeah. It is about the secret. Is it it is about, you know, having nothing and coming up and doing all this stuff, but you can't shit on a wrinkle in time without shitting on like Oprah herself. Yeah, well or- if they tell you like, "Oh, this is like a positive and af- and it's very af- like an affirmation." And then so um, automatically if you shit on it, it's like, "Well, yeah, you're you just, just a negative don't guy. Believe in positivity. Yeah. Uh, you'd never be let into the um, powdered Pow- Yeah, no, definitely not. Davos. Um, it's like you're when someone tells you to like cheer up or be more positive. Like, if they don't give you a, a reason, if they don't say, like, here's something right. good to think about, like, just telling someone to cheer up is like the most infuriating like, thing. Fuck, yeah, like, yeah. fuck off. It's the general neutral version of like, smile, sweetie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> That's how I feel when people are like, uh, leaving work and I'm still there working and they're like go home and I'm like fuck you kill yourself why don't you do some of my shit yeah I mean it's just a way to say don't stop shaming me it's true um, the but- gatherings are also notoriously fruitful networking opportunities Rose oh and- you don't say oh that's weird no <laughs> That must be a, a total peripheral plus and benefit of it. It's no way that that's the whole fucking point. <laughs> yeah, it's not like... Matt, a, do you want to be there secretly? What would you do there? I, I, I would you? network my ass off. I'd be like, yo, have you ever heard the broadcast? It's good. Let me rap for you. What up, bitch? Slap, slap, slap in the ass with the gat. Give me Patreon money. Dripping in, honey. Everyone's cool because we're going to... Pet a bunny. All right. <laughs> okay. Okay, bye. You gotta go. Okay. Gotta hash an arm. I lose confidence always at the last verse. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> Rosenthal had told me I would be immersed in a community of polymaths and savants, but they would be a humble bunch. If people are really like, ooh, showing off, showing you pictures of their supercars or some shit at the <laughs> dinner table. Wanna... What's a polyvant? Did you say uh, poly- polymath? Poly- poly- What's a polymath? I, I don't know Someone what who has skills in it's, a bunch of different It's like a fancy areas. dilettante. Oh, shut no, no, up. No, a dilettante someone who doesn't know what they're doing. Well, yeah, but it's like a dilettante who knows what they're doing dilettante. in a bunch of different ways. What, it's like what's the difference good... between a dilettante and a debutante? Is it just like... A debutante like, comes from debut. Puffy sleeves. Yeah, mostly puffy sleeves. Okay. Uh, well, my, my question is like, like why, <clears throat> why would you want yeah. to hang out with a bunch of savants? It's like, listen, <clears throat> you need to meet Todd. He won't make eye contact, <laughs> but he can draw an aerial drawing, or he can draw a drawing of Sevilla, Spain from the air off memory. It's a good guy to know. Yeah. What yeah. about Munich? No, no, no Sevilla. No. He hasn't been up in a helicopter over <laughs> Yeah, Munich I tried yet. to introduce myself. He just kept rocking back and forth. Anyways, he's going to change the world. Yeah. Uh, if people are like, ooh, showing off, showing you pictures of their supercars or some shit at the dinner table, probably not a cultural fit at Summit, he says. What superstars do you know? Who do you interact with? Who are self-aggrandizing these days? 
I don't know anybody that walks around pumping their own chest when they've accomplished something. Are you fucking kidding me? That's what social media is! (laughs) (laughs) At least in our generation. It's just, like, unnecessary. By the way, the the people that don't self-aggrandize are exactly the same people that will, like, post a photo of themselves to LinkedIn and be like... So humbled to announce that I was voted Employee of the Month. It's incredibly humbling to be able to tell you that I was named Employee of the Month, and it's so humbling to bring this news to you. Hashtag humble. Savant of the Month. Polymath of the 12 months. Mm -hmm. Um, Like others, I had been quietly schooled in the unwritten social rules. Asking someone what they do is considered a faux pas. The socially acceptable alternative is, what is your passion? Business cards, I was warned, should not be exchanged in a brazen way. You know, just like a real subtle way. You can exchange business cards, but don't be all in my face about it. <laughs> yeah. uh, after dinner one night, I meet an investment banker, two venture capitalists, a famous TV host, a sex coach, a can... <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> Wait, it gets better. Uh, a famous TV host, a sex coach, a cannabis entrepreneur, a man who claimed to have developed a new method for brewing coffee, and Facebook's head of counterterrorism. <laughs> I guarantee you, the TV host is the guy who um, was on the um, was on Nathan for you is like the Bachelor host. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, that's the TV host. This is why we're in the shit we're in because Facebook's counterterrorism. Mm-hmm. What is it? They need Jack <laughs> Bauer doing a bang up job. Buddy. Is just hashing narnark. What is it? Cutting? I don't know how to say. Shredding. It. You got to shred. Shredding. Shred the narn. The narn needs to be it's shred. Dicing narnark. It cannot be sliced on a mandolin. <laughs> Um, fuck. Um, I, I don't you feel like this is all yeah, an elaborate yeah, ploy coach. just to have an orgy? Yes, like this mm-hmm. all 100%. Feels just like some fucking eyes wide shut. No, it's that's, the same. Because I mean, that's what I want to say about Burning Man, where someone's like, yeah, I really went there and opened my mind. I'm like, yeah, you had an orgy, huh? You had an orgy. Yeah, yeah but orgy. this is like, this is like when the Gilded Age uh, industrialists would like get together to set prices. <laughs> this is like that, except they also get to fuck and pretend that yeah. they're doing so, good things so for the world. So this actually reminds me, I was thinking about this the other day. So I went to a wedding a few years ago in the Berkshires uh-huh. in, uh, in Lenox, Massachusetts. And it was basically where all the robber barons went on vacation for the summer. So there's all these mansions everywhere, and they have a parade. I saw them drinking human baby blood. Yeah, basically. I saw. <laughs> they have a parade in town. We got. I, I got stuck in the parade. The, there's a parade in town every September, and it's a remnant of the rich people would have a parade to wave goodbye to the help when they were going oh, back God. to New York <laughs> yeah. in the fall. And they were just in the news because they. Wait, said, who would be on parade? Would the poor people be on the parade? The rich people would be on parade. Oh. Waving goodbye. To the help. To the help. Who oh. stayed there year round. Oh, I get it. And, I thought it was the opposite. That's even worse. The, the layer that got added to it just a couple weeks ago that I found out. See you out. later, Juanita. Yeah. <laughs> Take care of the house right. really well. It's a trail of tears. <laughs> yeah. Uh, the layer that I just found out about was... Um, they, in a narrow vote, it was decided that they the high school would not change the name of the mascot from Millionaires. Cool. cool. Yeah. I mean, that's Damn. aspirational. You yeah. Know? Are they still? That's what this reminds are me. Are they of. still rich, the or are they yeah. sort of have, have they declined in power? I mean, like, what? Who lives there now? Uh, I mean, it's still nice. Like, the, like the wedding was at this like big mansion. Uh, but there's also like normal size houses, and it's so far in the middle of nowhere that like no, like it's not like powder. It's not like powder. That's why, you know, that's why we have powder. I'm so glad we have powder. Without powder. I'm waiting for the altruism shoe to drop 
You know, I, I feel we're like gonna be here all night if we're waiting for the altruism shoot. Uh, that's what the sex coach is for. <laughs> yeah, his name is Chet, and he teaches you how to smash lovingly, <laughs> mindfully. Hey, what's up, guys? I'm Chet. <laughs> now, first smash. thing you're gonna want to do is locate the clitoris. It is a little man in the boat. Now, we've all been on a yacht before, right? Right. So you know when you're on a yacht, there's a man helming it, a guy at the helm. That's the pussy button. You've never been on a yacht. Who's the, the body, who's the YouTube bodybuilder who just died? Uh, oh, who, I forget the guy's name. Like, that's uh. exactly how he talks, Matt. Where he's like, if you don't find the clitoris, you're no good at sex, okay? Yeah. The first thing you need you to learn need how to, bang to do out ten to reps. sex real good is you gotta be able to have oral sex in which you blow into the vaginal canal <laughs> thus inflating the womb okay this is the Davos for dudes who don't know how to find the clit is that what we're saying <laughs> yeah and That's once rich you efficiently rich inflate Yo, one, the womb, once they scale you... that once they scale the clitoris oh my god it's, it's over oh yeah you gotta scale clit mountain bro you gotta <laughs> scale clit clit in jar Dude. You gotta fucking get up there. I love uh, sex coach. Is, is I want a shirt. I need a shirt. Will you guys? Why don't you guys have merch? Well, someday we'll have merch. Scaling change by Andre Agassi. Scaling Minge by Chad. <laughs> yeah. by Dave you, Navarro. You, no one. You can't wear a shirt that says Clitamanjaro. Mm -hmm. <laughs> it's like the kale, but, like Yale, but it's like Clitamanjaro. Anyway. Um, but if Cardi B wore Clitamanjaro, yeah, it would if she bought, out the frat would blow. Up. Mm -hmm. I mean, it's already blown. But yeah, all right, we got to shift gears though. I mean, the, we got a lot out of Powder Mountain, but this is a, this insane story about the. Uh, when does the altruism happen? What it are never they happens. For Why would you wait for what? the altruism? You are Charlie Brown. Just getting the football <laughs> yeah, pulled out yeah. from under you. <laughs> is this the next life? That like the good happens like when yeah okay. yeah it's exactly. karma bro mm -hmm. yeah if the more money you collect in this life sure the better your next life is gonna be so you That's can pay works. for your transition through <laughs> the afterlife um yeah so we got the political oh we didn't talk about the never mind I'm gonna switch to this one um this guy who was investigating uh, Seth Rich that was the lobbyist. Uh, the lobbyist oh, who got yeah. murdered. This is a really good one. Um, as conspiracy theories swirled around the murder of Democratic National Committee staffer Seth Rich, lobbyist Jack Burton took the unusual step of launching his own private investigation. A man with military and security experience stepped up to help. Now Berkman alleges that man, Kevin Doherty, nearly killed him. This is like this. This is one of those articles that just gets better and better with it's every sentence. So uh, Berkman, a conservative lobbyist who also raised money for Rick Gates, a former Trump campaign official who pleaded guilty to lying to the FBI and protested gay athletes in the NFL, is used to controversy. Mm -hmm. But Doherty's arrest Saturday by Arlington County Police on charges of malicious wounding and use of a firearm in the commission of a felony caps a stranger saga than Berkman's own conspiracy theories. It's a horror story, Berkman of Arlington said in an interview Monday afternoon. He is still recovering after being shot several times and run over by an SUV last Tuesday. Mm -hmm. Jesus Christ! <laughs> um, last Tuesday, this yeah. recently. Oh, my oh God. yeah, he's still he's still bleeding from his wounds. Uh, Doherty briefly worked for Berf Berkman's profiling project, which was formed to build a psychological portrait of Rich's likely killer. 
A psychograph. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. (laughs) While police have concluded Rich was likely shot during a random robbery, many conservatives have claimed he was killed as part of a political conspiracy. Berkman offered a six-figure reward for information on the shooting. Berkman said Doherty presented an impressive resume, ex-Marine, ex-Special Agent, and did good work. But tension quickly developed. Did he check the recommendations? I mean, honestly, Berkman, come on now. Were there any? You think this, like, uh, uniform worshiper looked... He just got dirty jawned. He saw him in his scrubs. It sounds racist. Saw him in his scrubs and just assumed he was a doctor. (laughs) Dude was just home playing Counter Strike all day in Orange County. Dirty John. Yeah. What the fuck? It does sound racist, but it's not. Keep going. It's not racist. Okay. It's a long story. It's a podcast. Yeah. Matt, I don't listen to this podcast. Dirty John was a was a was a grifter, Southern California grifter who like pretended to be a doctor and a war vet. He would just show up to parties like well, in scrubs. And he figured out the universal truism that if you wear scrubs, everyone just assumes you're a doctor. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> Even if it's like to a formal Like the dude standing event. behind Trump in that one rally. Yeah. He oh, rode that great. like as far as it would go. Yeah. Brilliant. Uh, in Berkman's view, Doherty began speaking to reporters out of turn and tried to take over the investigation, the fake investigation. Uh, Doherty served in the U.S. Marine Corps from 90 to 94, blah, blah, blah. Uh, he became somewhat angry because he thought the profiling project belonged to him, Berkman said. Uh, yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, uh, in February, Berkman had moved on to a new investigation. He had put out a call for whistleblowers in the FBI, offering $25,000 for any information exposing wrongdoing in the presidential election. Soon, he thought he had hit the jackpot. A man reached out, describing himself as a senior FBI official with information about then-agency Deputy Director Andrew McCabe. Who at yeah, the time, and 25 confirmed kills. <laughs> who at the time was under an internal investigation for his handling of probes into Hillary Clinton. His source dropped off two packets of emails under a cone in a garage at the Keybridge Marriott in, <laughs> in Rossland, Maryland. Berkman this is said. so well, burnt after reading. It's amazing. <laughs> uh, this is where it gets really good. I thought I had the story of the decade, Berkman recalled. His wife, Susan, God. was more skeptical. She warned him that she didn't think he was dealing with the FBI. But he said the emails, quote, looked super real, <laughs> containing, de- <laughs> containing details about the secretive Foreign Intelligence Surveillance Court. To be fair, they came from FBI.com. <laughs> <laughs> the last drop was supposed to be the big one, the full Inspector General report on McCabe, which still has not been released. Instead, when Berkman bent over to pull the pictures out from under the cone, he was shot in the buttocks and thigh. As he ran out of the garage... <laughs> Yeah. In the This is the best part. <laughs> As he ran out of the garage with his dachshund in his arm, <laughs> he was hit. <laughs> wait, wait, I love that. Wait, the dachshund. Yes. Like, where does the dachshund come yes. from? He's Set just, the dachshund he's up, take, He's going to take Mr. Snookikins out, yeah. out to a secret FBI document <laughs> drop. Two birds, one stone, dude. No, no. You actually missed a, a great detail in that he named the dachshund well, well, after himself. It, yeah, That's yeah, in yeah. the next paragraph. Oh, Damn it, Brendan. You asked what the name was. Oh. As he ran out of the garage with his dachshund in his arms, he was hit by an SUV. God. He said the car backed up to hit him again. It looked Jeez. like he was... It looked like he was coming to kill me, Berkman said. But he said a woman watching from a window of the hotel screamed. A guard came running and the SUV sped off, Berkman said. I would love it if the woman was like, oh my God, that poor dog. <laughs> I imagine the SUV speeding off like the dude when he when he like is smoking a joint and he lands in the back seat and yeah. he starts freaking out. He flicks it into his nuts. <laughs> yeah. So, so, I mean, it took me like three reads of this, but 
this is what happens like when Pizzagate guy mm-hmm. puts, yeah. puts out a six-figure call mm-hmm. yep. to anyone on Craigslist to be like, yo, you want to join my team? My like, yeah, yeah. yeah this <laughs> is what happens when you crowdsource on fucking 4chan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Well, and I think also like there's uh, like I was talking to Vince about this and I said like this story is not on the surface about Trump, but in a way it's about Trump. Absolutely. And then, like, yeah. and then it's flipped Trump. where the conversation now or like the assumption now has to be that any person living in the greater DC area is a dirty John <laughs> until yeah. proved otherwise. They're a secret like, agent. All the weirdest fucking most depraved people because like the ultimate motivation, the thing that is everyone is going for is a job as a talking head. Yeah. That's like what everyone or is. Or reality and, show. And this yeah. Burkowski, right? Burtow- what is his name? Berkman. Yeah. Berkman, but he did because the parents of Seth Rich are suing Fox News mm-hmm. over basically inflating and Alex this idea, Jones, right? Right, yeah. and I'm, I can't remember if this if Berkman actually appeared on Fox or whatever, but it's all I, I gotta look that I'm up. I'm sure he's Fox News adjacent. I think it's well, and like it's it's telling how bizarre they all are because they all it everything always falls apart due to infighting, right? Where it, that even happened with the initial investigator. Yeah, like he ended up suing the people that hired him. Yeah, because like everyone's they had trying a falling to, out because they were trying, trying to one was trying to be more over. famous. Yeah, and then and then like people just get they're like, how come this guy gets to go on TV? And like they <laughs> yeah. all like mad and then and, the like, like a number of satellite <laughs> satellite weirdos with SUVs leaving papers under cones mm-hmm. in DC much yeah. has just like risen exponentially. Like yeah. the amount of like random fake forged documents under cones in DC right now. It's, it's, it's more than the number of scripts on the back of toilets in LA. And I just like, please read it. Uh, yeah. I also think I have secret documents. If, if you guys have seen I, Tanya, I think the, the, the revelation of I, Tanya was that like, you really remembered how many fucking people were involved in like whacking Nancy Kerrigan in the knee. It was like Jeff Galuli, Tanya Harding, shady boyfriend mm-hmm. had like an even shadier friend, Sean Eckhart, who was mm-hmm. basically like the first, alt-right uh dude uh and then proto and then sean eckhart he's a velvet like, underground of the alt-right yeah sean eckhart finds that other weird like crazy native american dude from san diego and his crazy uncle who actually carried out the attack mm-hmm. so i feel like this is a great example that there's a bunch of these little groups like like imagine there was a group like that except <laughs> the thing that brought them together in the first place was that they were all insanely conspiratorial and then they yeah. eventually just turned on each other mm-hmm. and it's just like a bunch of people fucking clubbing each other in the knee that's so true that this is that well, their, I, Galuli is their god gonna, man yeah yeah, yeah I was Eckhart. gonna save this for for the next uh segment we're gonna talk about but it bears mentioning now because this also applies where shout out to Felix from from Chapo who's always said like the extreme right wing groups always end up falling apart because like someone emailed someone else's wife <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it's always like they're all so weird and like socially retarded that like they can't like ever work together to achieve anything like just some weird shit yeah. like this will happen they're like, just trying to get to Davos dude just yeah. trying to get to Powder Mountain <laughs> Davos some, like, for C, some like C grade Raymond Chandler double cross takes place and yeah. like yeah it's 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 so funny like they're just all so weird they can't you guys talked about itania in detail i hope uh somewhat yeah so good uh berkman spent three days in the hospital his dog jack jr was uninjured (laughs) jack jr police would not comment on berkman's account of the incident which i'm sure happened exactly i have passed on my seed (laughs) (laughs) holding a dachshund above his head all this can be yours (laughs) yeah yeah so where's doherty 
Doherty. That's the guy who's in jail now. Berkman said he is now traveling with security, but the experience has not soured him on conspiracy theories. Are you fucking kidding me? (laughs) (laughs) Of course it hasn't. There are more cones to be unturned. This is so scary watching older people get into conspiracy. I came to, I went to visit my dad yesterday. I walked up into his office and he was watching a Paul Joseph Watson video. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, so no. Oh, I'm so sorry. <laughs> You'd rather have walked in on your parents having sex, right? I'd rather watch my fucking dad ramming my mom than watch him watch some fucking British guy like the Muslims are taking over. <laughs> I can't That's do it. so upsetting. <laughs> that was a little... And it motherfucker is gonna trick my dad into fucking giving him Patreon money. <laughs> oh no! I'm just like it's so it bums me out so much because I'm like, Dad, please you just be a just be a weird libertarian. I was okay with that. Yeah. Just don't don't start going like, well, we gotta start talking about the Islamists in Sweden. <laughs> so what'd you do? So I told him. I said, Dad. Please be careful what you watch on YouTube. Like a lot of these people mix conspiracy with fact. And he's like, and all he said was like, I'm not giving any money to him. <laughs> Dad, Which you means should, he Dad, just you should watch donated. News broke. Yeah. Um, yeah, yeah well, wait, two things, Matt. One, he just donated. Two, you know the, the those videos, Paul Watson, whatever the fuck, I don't even know his name. That's like. Watch- that's like a suggested video after he just watched your right. video. Oh. <laughs> exactly. It's like mine is like, you know, talking about it's 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 okay to be white. And then his is being like, for real, it's okay to be white. <laughs> I'm like, uh, uh, oh, God, I just want. Well, to- you have to explain to him the algorithm because I swear to God, I bought that one. Steven Seagal Kindle book as a joke so I could read quotes of it on the broadcast. <laughs> Explain your and algorithm. And now my fucking suggested shit on Audible is all like this awful like Dinesh D'Souza shit about like oh, actually the, the Democrats started slavery and shit like that. Was this purchase ironic? Sociological? <laughs> yeah. Like, okay. Yeah. yeah, there should be like an ironic click box mm-hmm. that doesn't fuck up your algorithm. Uh, so this is here's these last two paragraphs are a great example of why uh, you can't kill the conspiratorial mindset even with with bullets to the ass. Um, his profiling <laughs> project concluded that Rich was shot by a hired killer, and he wonders if Doherty was working for someone else. He has not given up on investigating the death of Rich, whose family just sued Fox News for publishing a p- false story linking their son to WikiLeaks. Fox News retracted the story, uh, and then the final quote. This, in my mind, it just makes the whole Seth story stranger and stranger, Berkman well, said. Well, yeah, like, I actually don't blame him. Like, he it's was investigating, he got shot. He's like, this thing goes all the way to the top. <laughs> Follow the money. <laughs> Qui bono. Qui bono. Goes all the way to the top. over by a fucking SUV. Qui bono. <laughs> yeah, so that one... Oh. That was the best story of the week, I thought. Yeah, like, they all want to be a, a talking head, or they all think that, um, like, Trump is going to resurrect The Apprentice when he's done presidenting, and like, they're going to be <laughs> yeah, on it. Yeah. I feel like they want to be the next Alex Jones, who I, I wonder if he gives his own little workshops. I, I went to the, the, the Davos for Millennials, folks, and here's what I saw. <laughs> <laughs> it's all just a cover for an orgy. <laughs> um, no, but I think they want to be the next sort of like YouTuber, and they don't realize they could just do it. They every start anywhere. They don't realize they could just start do epic everywhere. Yeah, I mean, every single person is like some reality show adjacent or like 
trying they're you like know d-level reality that's all like, of them <clears throat> that, was, that was what's so funny about the the trump jr thing is like of course the the woman he hooked up with was like from like the crappy season of making the band and <laughs> yeah. the crappy season of celebrity apprentice there was a good season and like, you're implying yeah you, can oh, you explain this season. for the listeners because i didn't find out about this until today yeah well this is it's fairly breaking news i think the story dropped last night but um yeah it turns out that um the one of the singers from Danity Kane, which was on one of the really crappy seasons of Making the Band, which there was, was a good season. Yeah. Francesca, the one with uh, the one with uh, Dylon, yeah, the cheesecake, right? Cheesecake, yeah. yeah. What that is was that? With, with Dylon and Babs and okay, yeah. uh, Babs, um, who's a rapper, female rapper, right? Yes, and um, oh god, what are the I'll other? Dr- I only drink Cambodian <clears throat> breast milk. Yeah, yeah, right. <laughs> the one that was famously parodied by by Chappelle. <laughs> yeah, uh, yes. yeah, that was a great season. <laughs> They walked all the way to Junior's uh, mm-hmm. to get cheesecake for P. Diddy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, and then there was one. Danity had one good hit, though. <laughs> Barking oh. up the wrong scotchery for that one. Multiple hits? Is that what you're trying <laughs> to tell know. me? I don't know. But did, what's He's the other trying man? to say that if you were talking about bowling for soup, he'd know what you're talking yeah. about. <laughs> yeah. Or the, sc- the scatter. You guys really yeah. need to give some entry points for new listeners. Yeah. The mm-hmm. Donald Trump. I'll read the people we, article. We've talked on about it. the annotated broadcast for a while. <laughs> Donald Trump Jr.'s marriage began its downward spiral in 2011 when he reportedly cheated on his wife, Vanessa, with former Danity Kane singer and celebrity apprentice contestant Aubrey O'Day, according to page six. The outlet, which on Thursday broke the news, uh, now reports that President Donald Trump's eldest son fell for O'Day while he was serving as an advisor for Celebrity Apprentice. Can you imagine being an advisor for Celebrity Apprentice? <laughs> That's like the, I mean, consulting is always a scam. Someone, but so like, the next scene, I think you should tell them that they're fired. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We need more Remy Ma. <laughs> uh, page six cited anonymous sources who said that Trump and O'Day uh, had rendezvous in multiple cities, blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, she was on Making the Band. Then she was on Celebrity Apprentice. And it's like an idiocracy fucking. that's, like, sp- specifically self-contained to, like, the reality sphere, like, reality yeah. TV sphere, where it's just, like, like, they were never that great to begin with, like, any of the people on reality TV, and then they've just, like, begot like worse versions of themselves like <laughs> shittier copies. Maybe a little multiplicity. Yeah, in it. There's, yeah, it's, yeah, it's all Steve, the the... The the last the last Michael Keaton yeah exactly are other do you think other countries have gone uh, this collectively insane like if I moved somewhere else would it yeah. be this would it be less stupid no you know why because they and this is the scariest thing about globalization all right I'm not talking about globalization I'm talking about globalization which predates Alex Jones's bullshit globalist mm-hmm, we all mm-hmm. know this right. Well, he's if, right about a few things. Shut up. <laughs> I'm talking. <Yeah. laughs> what I'm saying is that Fair enough. when you go abroad and you turn on the TV, their reality TV shows are Americans. Mm. They're us. And yeah. that's fucking scary because yeah. all they see is Danity Kane and motherfucking. <laughs> like, it's all the worst the ones, The Celebrity too. Apprentice and Amorosa and all this shit. And, and, or my whatever sweet 16 bullshit Mm -hmm. and they're like this is and kardashians and these are americans and the i would want to blow us up too yeah is what i'm trying to say but i also worry like i i think it's gonna be better if i go somewhere else but then i read about like berlusconi and i'm like "Ah, i don't know their shit's pretty bad too (laughs) there was a great gq profile on him that had one of the my favorite titles of all time which was the Mussolini of ass. <laughs> <laughs> Who, who's that? Who's Bro- 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 the Mussolini of ass? Yeah. <laughs> Bonito. Who's making a comeback? Bonito Assolini. So I'm a, I'm a, I'm a EU resident. E. Yeah. 
All right. I'm, a, all I'm an right. Italian. Okay, here we go. I'm an Italian resident uh, citizen. Don't. And anyway. Hey, I'm a resident. I'm a resident. I'm a living here. You can come home here. I got him up on the best part. The point is, is that I have a fucking Italian ballot. And I can vote, and I don't know what the fuck mm-hmm. to do with it. And I actually well, you just grab don't... your crotch in the direction of the candidate <laughs> that you would like to vote for. Oh, look at this guy! I just rub my oh. my culo. I just rub my ass on whichever ballot I want, whichever party. And I if think you are that's a sexy lady, <laughs> eh, you, you just, just uh, shimmy all over here. You imagine a fuck in the candidate you want. You vote Mussolini. You lean on you lean on the passenger side of your rock. You want anyway, the other candidate? You lean on the other side. Anyway, if 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 if, if Berlusconi, I was gonna say Mussolini wins, but if Berlusconi wins, then I think. It's it's my fault. <laughs> oh, yeah, because you didn't vote. Because I didn't vote, you know, oh. and that, like, that absentee ballot, you know? Madonna, she don't vote. <laughs> How are we going to win if you don't vote? <laughs> it, it is interesting that Britain has, like, the same reality shows, but with British people. Right. And they have all these weird celebrities that you've never even heard of that are super trashy that only Brits know. They like, all have like gigantic Danny, breasts. Like Danny Dyer. Like every- I watched I watched like a, a Netflix show with Danny Dyer just because I was trying to figure out who the fuck he is. I guess he's like this. I don't know who that is. He's like a, he's like a cockney celebrity who's been in like a bunch of so- soccer hooligan movies and he's like That's a huge awesome. star. Like, I like love a, him. Sounds yeah. like a, that sounds way better than our reality stars. Sounds like a British Jason Statham if Jason Statham wasn't British. Yeah, pretty Pretty much. Yeah. He's like the Jason Statham of England. Yeah. <laughs> well, it's always like I'll, I'll see like a Daily Mail article, like, it, but I'll see like a news link, right? It'll get it'll get tweeted out or something, and I click yeah. on like the Daily Mail, and then on the right rail they have like a hundred different stories, and it's all like. What's that one chick, Jord- Jordana, or the Big Brother chick? Her yeah, name there, is like so Jordan. Her name is Jordan. Yeah. It's always like. Kate Wigglesworth seen snogging. <laughs> you know, it's like always. It's always really, snogging. Yeah, she's so snogging good. a lorry driver. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> snogging a barrister. Uh, yeah, I don't. Matt, it, I think that's your cue to do your English accent. Tabloid, read it tabloid or something. Oh, hey, if I'm gonna go snogging, I don't want the damn. Paparazzi is <laughs> taking picture at the Tesco. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I found out that uh, that uh, Michael Caine actually likes Fernet Branca. Like that. Yeah, he does. Whoa. Fuck yeah. yeah. I was reading a book by this British chef who was like, had Why? Michael Caine. That was a good book. Um, <laughs> he had Michael Caine as one of his restaurant partners and he was talking about like getting invited to Michael Caine's house and how it after dinner he like drinks this horrible uh herbal alcohol called vernet bronca and i was like oh i thought they just invented that for the dark knight rises or returns (laughs) or whatever it was no um when i first moved back to san francisco after five years living in argentina where they drink a lot of fernet uh fernet as they say fernet Uh, Fernet, they call it oh. Fernet and Coca. So it's Fernet and Coca Cola. I I liked Fernet and uh, this grapefruit drink it was like a grapefruit juice and uh, grapefruit in Spanish is uh, pomelo. So I would call it a uh, fermelo. Right. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, but I couldn't. But I came back here and I was like, San Francisco's all the fucking rage now. Yeah, we're the greatest uh, consumers of Fernet in the world. With what though? We you just, just straight. Yeah. We, yeah. We just. 
Straight, it's it's like a bartender shot. Like yeah. if you go to a bar and you chat with the bartender to befriend them and they want to do shots, it'll You're either be Jameson or it'll be Frenette. But it's really because they couldn't sell it otherwise. Well, mm-hmm. yeah, they gave yeah. it to the bars for free and that's yep. why it was the free thing. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know what it is. The, it's the Italian vote. They're trying to get, it's it's Berlusconi. <laughs> Berlusconi. Yeah. Working, that, working that Mussolini ass. I, up in the, I had never heard of it until I started working at a bar. Yeah, uh, and then like after hours, he'd be like, "Let's do some shots." I think and then the analogy. Like, yeah. What's this? But it's really good, not in a shot. Can I just proselytize sure. a little bit? It's that it's good with like a a third of a glass with some Coca Cola and then some lemon in it, or a little or ginger juice, ale back, or ginger ale. It's- oh, look at this guy! Mm. Now that I'm washed and I don't go to bars and do shots anymore, <laughs> I actually drink it for its intended use, which is like after a meal, and it's really nice. Like if you're a little full, you have some mm-hmm. for If you had a big meal and you need to make a poop, <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know what it is? I'll give you the perfect analogy. Fernet is our Vegemite. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's how you wait, separate. Wait, like, Mar- we know is it that doesn't... Marmite? Is that Marmite? Yeah, it's Marmite. Okay. Yeah, when, you, when you're making beer, right? Right. And you got all this shit left over. Okay. And, yeah. and we're like, oh, I spread it on some toast. <laughs> uh, what do you do with the toast? <laughs> uh, it's like the thing that you, you know tastes bad, but you use it to... Uh, feed outsiders to see the weird look on their face mm-hmm. yeah you also rub it behind your ears to ward off drop bears yeah that too yeah hoop snakes mm-hmm. poop snakes Ho- hoop snakes they're snakes that uh... is that whoop snakes i'm trying to get into the lingo here yeah, yeah. i'm thinking whoop snakes no uh hoop snakes are in australia there's these snakes that they bite their tail and they roll down the hill towards you and you have to watch out for them like an ouroboros yeah no, no it's not a real thing but uh yeah Okay. It's a it's a popular. It's like a wrink- oh, some wrinkle in time. It's bullshit. like some shit that you tell foreigners to scare them. Um, that and drop bears, which are like koala bears that like drop. Where on your did face. you live for an extended period? Oh, it sounded like you said drop the bass. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> drop bass. Uh, Brisbane. Got it. Mm-hmm. It's New Zealand. <laughs> yeah. So, um, Colin. Uh yeah. What's up, dude? Oh hi. Hey. <laughs> Colin, you have a lot of explaining. To I feel do. like we haven't talked to you for a while. Oh no, I, uh, you know, you were a Sundance volunteer. I was a Sundance volunteer. No, I wasn't. I, if we're gonna talk about any of the movies, I was not volunteering. Oh, you're not allowed to talk about the movies. Is there like a forever embargo if you're a volunteer? I honestly don't know how no long way. it lasts, but no one listens to this. We were just hanging out, you and I. We met at Sundance. Was I volunteering? What year? I don't think so. Maybe. What year were you guys? Um, um, this year. Chopping nar. Oh, okay. Cool. <laughs> were we? It's not chopping were we the at nar. Powder? Shredding. It's, it's shredding slicing. The nar. Gingerly slicing. Yeah. Gently. Learn about nar. <laughs> what is nar? So, but no, but you can talk about the movies. What yeah, were we your can talk What about were your favorites? Already. My favorites. Uh, I mean, obviously, this is a movie Dude, podcast, so we got to talk. We Tully, get... Tully was great. I okay. did get to see Tully. I didn't get to see that. Uh, that's uh, Charlize Theron, and then uh, it's... Oh, yeah, it's uh, Diablo Cody, right? Diablo Cody yeah. and Jason I Reitman. thought that was uh, Tom Hanks who plays the pilot. <laughs> I thought it was a coffee. Why are you laughing? Is that not the exact same name of the movie? Tom uh-huh. Hanks, he lands a plane uh, upside uh, down Hudson. with Denzel Washington. <laughs> yeah. No, Denzel Washington lands the plane. Tom Hanks is in that movie? Tom yeah. Hanks is also, I believe it's Tom Hanks as Tolly 
with Denzel Washington laying an upside down. Stop. Yeah, and then Stop this, making this about and you. And that guy Barkhad Abdi <clears throat> tries to hijack the upside uh-huh. down plane, and, and he's Nicholas like, Cage and he's like, stopped. I and am then, the captain yeah, now. And then Harrison Ford, and, like, and Marky Mark would have stopped. Get him. off my plane. Yeah. And then he lands <laughs> it in the Hudson, and Denzel goes, Ha ha, my man. Yeah. <laughs> and then they wake up in an island, and then they lost the back half of the plane, and yeah. then there's a polar bear in the middle of the mm-hmm. jungle. That's right, and there's this I Australian like girl there. Mm-hmm. And we still don't know what happened to Walt's son. No. Or no, Walt, what was the son? Yeah. <laughs> he had the Mike dog. Mm-hmm. There was a, a Korean guy who said Mike a lot. <laughs> Will so. Was that your first time Walt. at Sundance? Second. Second. Fuck. It was fun. Lots of, you know what? Sun dancing. Yeah. We went sun dancing. We went to a party. And uh, I brought Colin and a friend, uh-huh. and they gave me a plus one. And then I was like, "Can I get another in there?" And they had to radio inside to determine whether I was important enough to be allowed uh, an extra plus one. And I'm sure Work if I was, it? I'm sure if I was actually important, they would have just said like right away, like, "Oh yeah, of course, please, you go can right come on in. in." But they had to like. They had the radio in, and Shut I had to wait. There's like a minute. Exactly. Pause. All you had to do. No, it was ten. Is, it was a full ten minutes in no, like twelve, listen, 12 degree weather. All no, you well, had we got to make them sweat a little bit. They went deep least. on your timeline. You yeah. pay like a teeny bopper fifteen dollars. Oh yeah. To be like, just come up to me and talk about yeah. film drunk. And just, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like, talk about opera. No, it's, that's like, influencer marketing. What's up, fam? I'm here to talk to you about film <laughs> yeah, drunk. Just, just <laughs> Sound off in the comments what you think about them. Yeah, Don't forget to like and subscribe. Smash that fucking like button. You know this bouncer right here is. Trying to let me in. What you guys think about that? Let me know in the comments below. Uh, Just we're start gonna, periscoping. We're gonna, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Let's get those fucking hearts going. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then so we went inside, uh, and uh, you know, Maude Apatow and Jeffrey Wright were partying in there. Hell yeah. Good times. That, the, it's funny when people ask me like, "Oh, do you see any famous people?" And then like I tell them people that only <laughs> like a fil- another film critic. Like, you were know? you were naming people, and yeah. I was like, I, I don't like to know imagine who that Jeffrey is. Wright just being very like, unhappy. Is Charlize like, Theron inside? What is this charlatan doing here? <laughs> yeah, like looking at me over the bridge of his glasses. Uh huh. Yeah, rubbing really? his eyes. I do know this man, George from uh uh. God. George of the Jungle. The HBO show Seinfeld. that everybody loves with robots. Robot Westworld. World. Oh, Westworld. Westworld. Westworld was there, and you were like, "This guy." Yeah, Jeffrey Wright. Jeffrey Wright. There we go. And I was like, "I don't know who that is." Yeah, uh, he pointed him out. So why were you there, Colin? Why dude, are you why even volunteering? Could you? Could did they have to give you a movie inspiration, quiz? dude? Trying did they to get give you like a? Did you have to pass like some some you know movie apathy? It was a very app, rigorous uh, vetting process. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> It's like, will you work for free? Yes. Okay, you're in. Please come, come aboard. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Will you fuck Harvey Weinstein? Uh, <laughs> is he going to be back this year? Sundance is one of those bullshit things. I went once and I like covered it. We did a bunch of stories and it was, I, I kind of, it was stupid because none of them we actually didn't produce any of them. But it's one of those things where you're like, this is dumb. I love this. This is dumb. It's cool. It's, you know, like, fuck <laughs> yeah. this. It's awesome. Like you, you just, go back and forth exactly. within five minutes. Yeah, absolutely. Because it is cool and it's it's fun when you know like small filmmakers or whatever, and you happen to be able to get into the party and finagle your way in. So mm-hmm. it's fun. It's just fun. Sure, sure. Yeah. I don't know. Could you? And you could watch movies too. You could watch movies. You go watch them. Yeah, Tully was great. That's coming out really soon. He lands the plane. It's not about <laughs> He lands her. the plane. It, does Charlize Theron make herself ugly? Does that happen? Well, there is a line in the trailer. You can see it. It's like, uh, Mom, what happened to your body? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, Charlize yeah. Theron's Oscar like, oh, why is my body so disgusting? <laughs> yeah. Oscar worthy. All right. All right. 
It's so good. Yeah. Anyway. All right. We need a we need a girl. We need an actress to play like a fifty something mom with stretch marks who doesn't think she's pretty anymore. <laughs> like, oh, I know. <laughs> Let's get the ex playmate. Playmate. Um. Yeah. Um. So we didn't get to talk about this last week. This story is a little old, but this one's like I feel like it's a classic. It is. It's, it, it bears mention. It's about a neo-Nazi love triangle. Oh, oh yeah. Shit. Yeah. Um, I'm just gonna read the whole thing because again, it's pretty. It's one of those stories that just keeps getting better and better. Um, this, well, it's, it's also like the best way that the story can be told is in the somewhat sterile like <laughs> yes. version of. Like a news report. Like, yeah, like you can't it spice need, it up. Because it doesn't need flourishes. Exactly. It's just like, just the facts, man. This is a this is the Joe <laughs> Friday of great comical news stories. Mm-hmm. Uh, one of America, this is from Daily Beast, one of America's highest profile neo-Nazis is no more. After a bizarre love triangle saw its leader locked up for assault, the party's former spokesman who described the incident as a white trash circuit circus told the Daily Beast. Uh, the traditionalist workers party gained national attention after its involvement at the deadly Unite the Right rally in Charlottesville, Virginia, last August. Its leader, Matthew Heimbach, was arrested Tuesday for allegedly assaulting his wife and his spokesman after Heimbach was caught cheating on his wife with the spokesman's wife. Uh, David Matt Parrott... Why would you go by Matt if your name's David? I don't know. Uh, David Matt Parrott was the party's spokesperson until Tuesday when he quit in a statement to the Southern Poverty Law Center. Parrott Which t- is a wait, 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 wait. Can you just stop? <laughs> yes. What? He. <laughs> what? Yeah, yeah. Say what? Yeah. He sent in his letter of resignation, not to 4chan, uh-huh. not to his own yeah. like, traditionalist workers' party mm-hmm. for men who've never worked a day in their lives, but he sent it to <laughs> fucking the Southern Poverty Law yeah. Center. I mean, the people who actually pay attention to right wing groups. Yeah. Makes sense. It's like their it's like their society pages is the SPLC. It's, but it's that their is, Facebook. <laughs> it's yeah. their Facebook. You go on there it if is you want to learn Facebook. about it. It's like oh, we got a write up again. I got three likes from SPLC. <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, Parrot told the Daily Beast the incident might be the end for the white nationalist group. People have lost faith in the party on every level, he said. Which is probably like five people. Uh, (laughs) Parrot scrapped the TWP's website after quitting because he believes the party to be dead, he said. The implosion began at a TWP compound in Pally, Indiana. Take a guess what this compound consists of. Uh, Where Parrot's wife, Jessica, was allegedly having an affair with Heimbach, who was married to Parrot's stepdaughter from a previous marriage. Heimbach... (laughs) Okay, so so Heimbach leads the party. Uh His spokesman... Matt Parrott has an affair with his wife. The the spokesman's wife has an affair with Heimbach. Yeah, who's married to his spokesperson's uh, stepdaughter. This From is the, the first few marriage. lyrics of "I'm My Own Grandpa." <laughs> <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah. Heimbach and Jessica told Parrot they'd ended the relationship, but Parrot and Heimbach's wife were skeptical. They arranged to set up Heimbach and Jessica in a trailer on Parrot's property to catch them having sex. Jessica is such a great name for someone when you're going to yell, Jessica! <laughs> yeah. I contend that Kyle is what the best. What the hell? <laughs> Jessica! No! <laughs> I still say Kyle is the best name to shout at the crowded bar. Mm-hmm. Like, Kyle! <laughs> Kyle! Jessica! <laughs> Ka- hey, Kyle! Oh. Parrots- On my birthright trip, I had a lot of fun going up and down the LL flight going, Re- uh, Rebecca! 
<laughs> well, Holly Thank Anderson, God. who is a, a former college football writer, I think she writes about politics now, um, says that she still maintains that like one of the funniest things she's ever seen in her entire life was being in a Publix and seeing a bunch of guys at the deli counter getting an argument. And it ended with one guy going, why don't you go back to dairy, Kyle? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Kyle is just so, it's so punctuative. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, yeah. Sean yeah. K. Sean K. Um, Parrot stood on a box outside the trailer and watched Heimbach. <laughs> I like the idea of the I parrot. still don't know how people are related. I don't know whose stepdaughter is who. Yeah. Okay, so Parrot, Parrot's the spokesperson. Yes. And he... Paul, you want a cracker? We don't say that word. So Parrot is... Is the spokesperson oh, for Heimbach? Is that a race war? <laughs> <laughs> Parrot's the spokesperson for Heimbach. Yeah. Heimbach is married to Parrot's stepdaughter. Okay, okay. Heimbach his, is his fucking Parrot's wife. His ex stepdaughter, though. Ex stepdaughter. So they're yes. just their wife swamping. Sword. Except the stepdaughter well, not, not with the father. So. Yeah, he's not fucking. The stepdaughter's mother is not in this story at all. Right, no right, one's right. fucking their own stepdaughter. Yes, but he is. Yes, he's but... he's fucking his his wife's. Stepfather's wife. Okay. Parrot stood on a box outside the trailer and watched Heimbach and Jessica have sex inside, according to a police report. How, how long did he watch? Oh, we're getting to that. When, I love, I love the idea of him looking into the window and he go, "Wow, I guess I'm the cuck." <laughs> yeah. uh, when the box broke under Parrot's weight, uh, he entered. Whoa, he entered a Penny Hill episode. <laughs> <laughs> he entered the trailer well, to confront wait. them. <laughs> Heimbach allegedly choked him and chased him into a house where Parrot... Chased him into a house where Parrot... He ran off frame and then came back in with a billy club chasing Parrot. Where Parrot threw a chair at him. Heimbach hit back, choking him into unconsciousness, according to the police report. I like to think he still had his dick out too. <laughs> he's wearing a shirt but no pants. Yeah, middle of his TED he, talk. He definitely fucks with the shirt on. No, I think he's got the full length like white flannel pajamas with his dick through like the dick hole. Uh huh. And his ass flap is open. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, Parrot fled to a Walmart near his home and called police around 1 a.m. Uh, after interviewing Parrot, police went to Heimbach's home where they met him outside with Jessica. Who said she was just a neighbor and left. Jessica's not real. Can I just say that? <laughs> Jessica's invented. She's a figment of their imagination. She goes to a different Jessica's school. Jessica's a dog. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Heimbach went inside and sent his own wife out instead, telling her to send the police away and tell them everything was fine. The police report reads, Heimbach began to raise his voice at her and I heard scuffling and Heimbach's wife yelling, an officer wrote. Heimbach's wife accused him of becoming violent when she refused to dismiss the police. He kicked the wall and then grabbed my cheeks, making them bleed, and threw me and threw me with the end on my face onto the bed. I don't know. Uh, onto the bed, she wrote to police. I have a recording of this. Uh, she has a recording of being thrown? Apparently. She pulled out her phone. Jesus Christ. Uh, the police. She was wearing a wire. He squeezed her cheeks until it, like, I don't. He's going to he's gonna do the facial defense. I was exfoliating. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Uh, they all wait, was... wait, who squeezed the cheeks? Heimbach or Parrot? Heimbach. <laughs> okay. When, yeah. when, it, when his wife, when his his wife didn't want to 
He do, sent his wife out, who he had been cheating on with sorry. the other guy's wife. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and Go deal with didn't. the police. She was like, no, what are, you do? what are you talking about? Why are you watching these people have sex for so long? Why does it matter to you? <laughs> yeah. He was like, stop it. No, he was Give the one having box. <laughs> Give me another box. <laughs> he was the one having the sex. <laughs> All right. Yeah. <laughs> Go deal with the police. No, you were It was fucking. a really old box, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, and then, I like to think that the box was still around one of his feet as he was trying to run away from my box. <laughs> oh, oh. Um, it's just—it's now turning into like a like a um, Buster Keaton. Like someone's gonna get covered in, in feathers and get stuck in a Murphy bed. <laughs> Um, on the police report, they all listed their occupation as white nationalist. A <laughs> uh, parrot who quit his post as the TWP spokesperson Tuesday claimed the incident was the end of the white nationalist group. After he, so he was the IT guy for the white nationalist group, and he scrubbed all their membership that is after, the this, end. after this happened. Uh, I guarantee that all our membership data was destroyed because a lot of concern with people's information be, being caught in this white trash circus, he told the Daily Beast. All the information is destroyed, and everybody's personal information is protected. That's yeah. so amazing. I like Parrot Life's being, rich pageant. I like imagining Parrot being like, yeah, you want to have... Y'all won't have Matt Parrot to kick around anymore. <laughs> <laughs> what have we learned uh, from Polly this? Polly is a cracker. <laughs> yeah. I, but that's like you have to retire from white nationalism forever if you literally get cucked. Yeah, yeah true. right. right. Yeah. You and can't if, claim anyone's a cuck if you actually got cucked. It's if if Matthew Parrot fucks your wife, do you get clucked? <laughs> <laughs> and he sought uh, it out. He was cuckolded. He sought it out, <laughs> yeah. right? Like he want. I think he was looking for a way out. You don't come. You your resignation letter doesn't go to the SPLC mm-hmm. if you weren't like. I'm gonna get cucked. I mean, this is the yeah. day I get cucked on purpose. I don't He's think flying it's to crazy. the Southern Poverty Law Center for the winter. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think it's crazy to assume that the white nationalists might be a bit of a drama queen. Mm-hmm. True. Yeah. <laughs> or just sad, desperate people. <laughs> that too. They the, might be overblowing a lot of sure, things. Sure. Sure. The last line of the piece is, "There is no more party, ma'am." Parrot said goodbye. <laughs> there goes tradition. Yep. There goes and working. There goes Matt Parrot flying off into the sunset. I think a flap flap. <laughs> flap, is flap, 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 flap. Ah, Black Lives Matter is a terrorist group. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that needs like a that's the way the cookie crumbles. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Or <laughs> we, we've done enough shitty puns. We can move on. Yeah. I'm picturing the end of... the so way uh, the cracker crumbles. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> wow, that's perfect. That is the way mm-hmm. the cracker crumbles. I'm just picturing the end of Burn After Reading where they're like, well, what did we learn? So, uh, <laughs> yeah. We learned uh, not to do it again. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Brendan. Yes. Um, so I was trying to figure out this Timmy Thick mm-hmm. story. Mm-hmm. Do you think you could run down? I read the article and I still don't quite understand. Well, yeah. I mean, basically, Timmy Thick is a, a, a person on the internet who I think is um, biologically male, uh-huh. uh, but has, is very voluptuous. <laughs> yeah. Uh, and 
takes lots of photos of himself. Uh, I, I don't believe he identifies as a woman. I believe he identifies as like an effeminate man. Uh, I could be wrong, but uh, he, he has not stated his preferences for pronouns. Sure, sure. So I'll, I'll say he. Why does he spell uh, thick with a K? I thought I was yeah, that's really that... upsetting. Yeah. It should be thick with two C's. Yeah. Because if you saw him, you'd know. Uh, yeah. But yeah, he basically just posts like booty shots uh, with like his underwear all kind of pulled up his ass. Uh, he's voluptuous. So wait, why do we he's care? He's curvy. Uh, you just, follow him on Instagram? Uh, yeah, just because it's funny. He's a very, very specific internet character. Mm-hmm. Oh, hell yeah. He, I mean, if you got it. So, yeah. So, so always posting photos of like with big press on nails and like a wig and and the huge ass and thighs and then just tweeted out like two days ago uh timmy thick is a harvard sociological experiment uh that has been we've been conducting for the last 24 months uh this is the end of the experiment he tweeted that out his twitter account tweeted that out but when people dug into it it's kind of like we're not really sure there's not a lot of information like he, you know, goes to this school or lives in this town or, you know, so it's, it's, it's sort of interesting. <laughs> so, this is from Babe. That's great. This is from I Babe.net. Love, I love it. So we asked Harvard University's sociology department what they knew about the individual. We all formerly believed to be Timmy, Th- Th- Timmy Thick. Uh, Harvard University's sociological depart- sociology department did not want to talk about Timmy Thick. <laughs> the first two- rule of Timmy Thick. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, for today's day and age, a very mysterious internet figure. <laughs> yeah. The two staff members who I talked to from Harvard's sociology department did not want to talk to me. Shocking. Uh, and they really did not want to talk to me about a potentially underage boy who posts videos of himself twerking on social media. Mm-hmm. Neither of the people I spoke That's to... That's why I don't actually technically follow. I just... I get... I, I see the faves get put into my Twitter timeline. Yeah. You follow, but you do not smash that like button. No, no. I, I don't want that digital wait, wait, footprint wait, 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 wait. Sorry, Brendan. Mm-hmm. People tag you on photos. <laughs> no, you know how like... Stuff, yeah. Like, I have nothing to do yeah. with it. I don't even like it. They just, they just tag, tag me on... No, it's like they I'm like... Haters. And then the like appears in my timeline. Yeah. You know Twitter does that? They put sure, the people's sure. likes in uh-huh. your timeline. I mean, Brandon Wardell was definitely a big Tim Timmy yeah. Thick fan. Yep. So if you follow Brandon Wardell, you're probably going to see a few Timmy Thick. Mm-hmm. Timmy so Thick all links. of a sudden goes dark. It's been a sociological experiment. No comment. Correct. Um, Timmy is angry as fuck. Yeah. Or you know, he's just logging off. It's, or thick as fuck. Or but no, yeah. no. He was too thick for this world. Any- <laughs> <laughs> He has this very specific, like, kind of kissy face that he does. That, like, it just never fails to make me laugh. I think, like, I mean, at the risk of, like, ruining the joke by explaining it, I think the idea is that, like, literally anyone can be Nicki Minaj, where if you just, like, if you look at the, if you use, like, the, the it, it's well, the promise. Whose thesis is this, though? I think like, it's Timmy Thick's I thesis. I determined that, um. It's uh, Harvard sociology's thesis. Yeah. I think the idea. Fuck that motherfucker to get, like, a grant to do a whole research study on how people like big asses. Like, I've determined after 24 months and $300,000 that um, and countless, humans... Countless emails from Saudi humans. billionaires. <laughs> thirst traps are real. Yeah. yeah, he's a classic thirst trap. But I do think that the promise is that anyone can be uh, Nicki Minaj if they just put their mind and ass to it. 
Uh, neither of the people I spoke to were aware of who Timmy Thick was, and neither of them were willing to be directly quoted, but I feel pretty comfortable saying that none of the staffers or faculty members in Harvard's sociology department know who the fuck Timmy Thick is. Or this is a brilliant way to just get off Instagram. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right? You're just yeah. like, I'm tired of it. No one's appreciating my booty for what it is. Mm-hmm. Like, he hasn't gotten the marriage proposal he wanted. I don't know. Yeah. Though and one, I'm one done. of the more recent tweets was Timmy Thick posted a photo of himself with 6ix9ine, like Photoshopped. <laughs> yeah. And it was just like my favorite, like, internet sensations colliding. It's like Timmy Thick and 6ix9ine in the same photo. Love it. I still, yeah, I don't even know these people. 6ix9ine is a rapper who has rainbow hair and rainbow teeth. Uh huh. And you look at him and you think he's going to be like a SoundCloud, like, like, mm-hmm. kind of like Zanny rapper who's like, yeah, I sit in my room and rap, yeah, you know, but then uh-huh. like, but you actually listen to his raps and he's like, fucking bitches with the AK 47, what? Like, yeah. he sounds yeah. like oh, stitches, basically. Guy. Yeah. <laughs> is it a requirement to be like an emo rapper? Do you need to have a face tat? Is that, it feels like, I think so. Yeah. 6ix9ine actually has 69 tattooed on his face, which is kind of amazing. Because it's also, there's layers to it, right? Which is, it's funny on its surface with the rainbow hair and the rainbow teeth. But what really got me, like, I, I just had, I I laughed hysterically for like 20 minutes the other night. Because then I was just thinking about, like, he staked his whole brand. It's tattooed on his face. So he staked his whole brand on, like, 69 the sex position, which is also really funny because he's like 17. So he's probably still like, you know, one day I'm just going to 69 all the time. You know what I mean? Like, cause that's what I was thinking about. 17. Like, I was like really excited to one day, like be 69 all the, the time. This is going to be the best sex position yeah, ever. Yeah. Like, oh, and then, spoiler. And you realize, yeah, you're like, oh, it just turns out your nose is sticking in an asshole. Yeah. Most of the time. I thought it was a prison tat, which would be kind of loving. Like if that mm-hmm. was your prison tat. <laughs> it's like, a juvie tat. He's only 17. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah. Your juvie tat is just 69. Like, yeah. You you had a good I'll run. Def- I'll defend 69ing. Mm-hmm. Okay. I don't think it's as bad as everyone says. I mean, it's a lot of work, and I feel like it's like either way. I'm sorry, but either way, one person's gonna have to do more concentrating. So it's like yeah. either way, you're like, all right. Well, you're both concentrating ideally. Mm-hmm. Yes. Mm, I think. I mean, it's easy I, to break your concentration. I think you've divided the one pleasure. of us is working harder than the other. <laughs> God uh, damn it! <laughs> all right, I gotta. I'm I gotta, not responding. I gotta throw out, uh, you know, a, a a shout out to our ostensible topic. I don't think anyone watched the movie this week. Did it? Did anyone? I spent three dollars. Did you watch it though? I did the whole thing? Oh, yeah. so had you seen Last of the Mohicans? Yes. So we were the plan was to watch Last of the Mohicans, but we only had a day, so I kind of figured. A lot of people might not watch it. I did my fucking homework, Vince. Yeah, what'd you think? Have you, had you seen it before? I had seen it when I was young. I still, I think it's a great movie. The scene that stuck, the the scene that stuck with me from when I was eight years old or ten or whatever the hell to now is the same goddamn scene. Which one? Is when I will find you. No, no, no. yeah. It's when my girl just needlessly and senselessly right. stares 69's. beautifully. Yeah. <laughs> Into Magua's face and jumps off the cliff. Yeah. Well, you think that was... Alice jumps off the cliff for no reason. She didn't have to kill herself at that moment. I'm sorry, spoiler, but like, you know, it came out in 92. It felt very hashtag problematic in that it seemed to be like an allusion to Birth of a Nation when like the black guys come into... To, well, it's not even a black oh, guy. It's yeah. like a white guy in blackface yeah. coming to rape the heroine and she throws herself off the cliff. I think she was in love. Cliff. She was in love with him. But there was with a... With Magua? No, 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 no. With um, Dude Bro Who Gets Killed. 
Uh, the brother. I yeah. forgot his name. Dude, brother. What do you mean, the Indian brother? Yeah. Jeff. <laughs> you mean Daniel Day Lewis? When, when Uska, when Uska gets killed. Jeff, two horses. Yeah. His name is Uska. <laughs> Colin's got it right. It's right. Uska or Uska. And when he gets uh-huh. killed, and she's like, no, this is the love story that like we should have we should have seen the fucking sequel by now, man. It's 2018. Yeah. How come we don't have the Alice Uska story? But they set up the Daniel Day Lewis, uh, what's her face, love affair. We didn't really know that her sister. Cora. Cora, sorry. Uh, oh, Madeline Stowe. That's what I was thinking. Madeline Stowe. I will say, like, the the only thing that I that I find uh, not great about this movie is it feels like n- one of Daniel Day Lewis's not great performances. He's pretty bad. He's like a little too serious in this <laughs> yeah, movie. Yeah, it's it's very one just go. I will find you. <laughs> yeah. He went through like eight months of training with a general to get in shape for I think he literally built shows. his own house with 17th century tools and like lived there for a year I swear <laughs> that's to god how he, that's how he works right? yeah that's how he rolls and you're like you did that for this like you had a lot better role he scalped 25 Native Americans <laughs> <laughs> way back when uh, Bill Simmons was like an edgy internet writer sure, like sure. 15 years ago he coined the Tyson zone which is like you could say anything about Mike Tyson and he's so crazy that you'd actually believe it and so <laughs> You can do that with Daniel Day Lewis, yeah. except with method acting, yeah. like steps. Like sure. you can say anything, and people be like, "Damn!" <laughs> like he learned how to make his own thread for Phantom Thread, yeah. and then he murdered it and made it come back to life as a ghost, so it would truly be a Phantom Thread. And you're like, wow. "Yeah, wow! Whoa. I got to see that movie now." Yeah. Um, the things that I think hold up the score—it's got to be like one of the all-time great film scores. Yeah. Yeah, it's great. There used to be. A oh, fu- I thought you meant the movie, the score with uh, Robert De Niro. No. That was a good movie. <laughs> yeah. No, but the and the sound editing, which I looked up, won Oscar for sound editing. Sure. And then you listen to it. It's good sound editing. At like 25, because otherwise 26 and the neighbor's here. Right? There's that, that volume. Mm-hmm. And, and you still have true. to have subtitles on. And you still have subtitles on. And what you can make out of well, the audio. Well, yeah. Guess what won this wins. year? <laughs> Guess what one this year is Dunkirk. So basically movies where they mix the dialogue real low. Like people are like, whoa, dude, this has got some awesome sound. I had to listen super hard. <laughs> yeah, I had yeah. to change the volume from 26 to 27. <laughs> except for like one or two times. Yeah. yeah. I know I already used this, but uh, if Sean Eckhart was like the first official alt-right guy, I think like the dry dick red coat in Last of the Mohicans... Like he definitely uh, yes. had like the soul of uh, online lon- lonely boy. What's a dry dick? You know, someone who doesn't. Someone doesn't someone get who it doesn't wet. Fuck, yeah. Okay. Yeah. I got it. His dick yeah. is dry because he was trying to. He was trying to marry Madeline Stowe. But and- we're friends and we're ideal for each other, Madeline. <laughs> yeah. Brilliant. She's like, you have a lot of wonderful qualities, <laughs> but I don't like you. Man. What, what did she say though? Such no, a- yeah, yeah. no. She. This is what she friend zoned him. And yeah. the most. You are in the friend. You're in the acquaintance territory. Yeah. <laughs> the province. But like, also, yeah. like, I'm, I'm not trying to blame. Listen, yay, women should be able to determine who they want to end up with and all that shit but like you just landed in fucking the middle of nowhere Adirondacks new settler colony bullshit you're not even with your father yet yeah. and you're gonna friend zone the one dude who might be able to protect you no the one dude who could protect her was long rifle 
Long Rifle hadn't even long appeared. Rifle, long Rifle, Daniel Day-Lewis. He was streetwise. <laughs> yeah. And fucking Mr. Redcoat's coming in here but with his powdered saying, wig. Don't, mm-hmm. don't friend zone before you get home safe. That's, you sure, know what I mean? Sure, <laughs> sure, yeah. That's, yeah. That's a good rule of thumb. Yeah. Yeah. Long Rifle, he was like the deep threat where... You know the the red coat, it's like the red, Randy he's, Moss. Yeah, he was a little more than potatoes, hard hat. You know. But like long, where did where did but where did long rifle came from? Yeah. Come from anyway? Like in the middle of it, they were like, just started calling him long rifle. Well, because he had a long rifle. Oh, they did call him long rifle. Yeah, I think so. Damn, I missed that. Well, the Indians did, I think. Uh, yeah. I mean, I like. Hawkeye, right? I think the actual last of the Mohicans had the best performance in that movie. It's like, why are they? Ta- what are they doing with my white son? Yeah, that was yeah. a powerful scene. Um, so he's mixed, right? Daniel Day Lewis. Yeah, N- I don't think so. I think he was like orphaned, orphaned, was orphaned. and okay. then adopted by the Mohicans, and then their tribe got fucked by someone, Magua, presumably. Right. And then someone killed Magua's son. There's a lot of killing people. Sons. Monroe, Monroe. So that's why that's why Magua wanted to kill the two daughters and the and the the gray hair. Yeah, they're like, damn, dude, you killed my family. And now I'm gonna kill you, but you're gonna watch your daughters die first. Right. Yeah. He did. That didn't happen, though. That didn't happen. He did rip out his heart, but he didn't eat it. I was waiting for him to just take a bite. And Magua, not you know, even, he not even a nibble. He punked out on that on that heart. I definitely uh, Magua was one of the, was pretty damn scary. Like that stuck in my mind from whenever I watched this originally. Totally was him tomahawking some dude's face off. Yeah, Michael Mann, or at least up until like Public Enemies, Michael Mann could shoot the shit out of an action sequence. No, it was it was good. No. I think my favorite part was when the leader of the Huron, the like Magua's tribe, the the bad tribe mm-hmm, supposedly, the bad Indians, the vengeful. Like yeah. why are they gotta be so vengeful? <laughs> yeah. It was you very know? clearly like they were the bad Indians, like a chip on their shoulder from me, like like. <laughs> colonialism or whatever but mm-hmm. anyway so then they're trying to they're like okay deciding how to seek justice and the englishman get, goes free the blonde haired daughter gets to be the wife of magua but the dark daughter <laughs> <laughs> has to die the dark daughter like how are you going to be an an indian and be racist against a brunette like that how is I the mean, dark daughter- dark was not necessarily pejorative no, listen. I felt like he was hair. like a Fox executive being like <laughs> the dark one, like the one brunette. <laughs> That's like, definitely a product of notes. <laughs> yeah, like the one brunette gets the two a.m. slot. <laughs> Keep the blonde. Yeah. Um. No, but it was it was cornier than I had remembered. Yeah, I'll agree with that. Yeah. I mean, I still I still like it a lot, but there's it's definitely some corn in there. I will say in the maze, please. Yeah, <laughs> thank you, thank you. It's maize. Nice. It's maize. Mm-hmm. Uh, maize, maize, maize. Maize. No, I don't know how the Native Americans yeah. pronounce Who it, knows? but Spanish is maize. 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 Um, in the dry dick red coat's defense, he did get his ass burnt to save to save his crush. I think that's the ultimate milady. Yeah. Like, yeah, he was just. I doff my fedora. Yeah, yeah. He, 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 I mean, if burning to death is not peacocking, I don't know what it is. He was doffing his tricorner. Yeah, I was like, oh, oh, this, I'm a nice guy. This, Why don't women like nice guys? <laughs> this whole movie kind of seemed like a, a like a we're out looking for ladies kind of movie. <laughs> like it really because it was like, where are you guys going? We're gonna go try and find. Uh, 
the other guy, we're going to try to find him a nice crow lady across the, in Tennessee or whatever. Mm-hmm. And then, well, yeah, the original casting choice was uh, Jonah Hill and Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it sounds like Night at the Roxbury. <laughs> <laughs> Night at the Mo. Hawks, I thought it, I thought he it? was mixed. He's not mixed at all. That, no. That's like, See, you just put a put some long hair on a white guy. Yeah. Suddenly, everybody thinks he's Native well, American. Do you realize the point at which we both... call that the? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> call that the, what's that fucking festival? Beta Fire Breakers. Festival. No, the one in Indio. Burning Coachella. Yeah, the Coachella effect. Yeah, the Coachella, yeah, effect. The Coachella yeah. effect. But at one point in the movie, both he and Madeline Stowe have the exact same hair. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's why they, you knew they were. I mean, his is better. Yes. To be fair, is that the his, love his scene where they luxurious? So much together? Um, but I thought like miscegenation won. Like I thought I felt like <laughs> yeah. that the whole movie was like, see, that's why they got to inbreed, you know. Mm-hmm. And but it doesn't. Well, it's actually that's what in the end it's like. Well, that's why. You know, white gotta stick with white, and Magua gotta <laughs> stick with Magua. <laughs> and that's, yeah. But that's what I'm saying. Someone uh, when he was burning to death, he was like, "White genocide <laughs> is real." That's. But again, Alice and Usqua. Something. So we'll call him Usqua. Usqua. Huskow. Huskow. Who's counting? <laughs> the second to last of the Mohicans. <laughs> Francesca, did you just say who's counting? Shut up. <laughs> uh, that was a great pun. I just wanted to say that that went unnoticed, that I noticed it. Thanks, yeah, babe. That's nice. Don't ever masturbate you. in my, my bedroom ever again. I love you. <laughs> Thanks. Thanks. I'm gonna I'm gonna <laughs> jump <laughs> off a cliff. Do some, do some, do some Alice. <laughs> All right, uh, we'll finish things off with emails, so I got to play the email song. Your advice is always bad, but tell me more about your dad. Oh God, I am afraid to die. The emails. Matt, what the Vince fuck? Vince hates art. Oh, jeez. Late again. Uh, okay. Uh, hey, guys, hope this isn't too late. Uh, reflections on last week's Best of Ben Frotcast. It was great to hear everyone back together. In retrospect, Brett turning into later stage Howard Hughes, re-Brendan wearing a mask, is entirely predictable. That was when Brett made Brendan wear a mask because he was uh, sick. Storing his urine in jars. <laughs> yeah. Uh, uh, it was good to hear Laramie's overt lechery now that Vince has decided he's a serious film critic who won't just write about Padma's cleavage anymore. Uh, questions for the guests. Question for Francesca. Did Good Dick Leave earn that tenure? Wait, no, that's inappropriate. Is being Jesus with Christ. <laughs> is being with Matt Leave as flaky as one imagines? Wait, no, that re- <laughs> wait, <It is. laughs> wait, no, that reduces reduces her only to being Matt's partner. Hmm. What's it like being a woman in comedy? Jesus, that's lame. Sorry, I guess I'm Matt Leave obsessed. Who knew? Yeah, for all you fucking hoes out there like this person who wrote in trying to get on the good dick Mm -hmm. let me just tell you you don't want to clean up the dust bunnies (laughs) that collect off of this flaky (laughs) i made a dust (laughs) ashes to ashes dust to dust this itchy mofo every single time what up bitch he's got eczema (laughs) scratch 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 (laughs) Scratch, scratch, scratch in that ass, all the dust. 
A lot of dust, dude. Yeah. I am there's, a dust there, maker. There's a lot of dust. No, you will win when you finally go on to your next life. <laughs> you will yeah. just poof into dust, dude. Um, he finally poofed for the last time. Every, every time... <laughs> Every time I come, it's called a dust bus. <laughs> cool. I thought no, would like no. That's why I can't be on this podcast or <laughs> listen to it at all. This is the thing. Uh, none of those questions were really for me, and I sort of answered all of yeah, them. Yeah, no, that was good. Okay. Uh, question for Colin. Did you know you were a guest on the last Ben episode, the last episode Ben aired on? That being the case, do you feel slightly responsible for his death? I'll take my answer off air. Fraud on Schnitzelbach. <laughs> Uh, Jesus, this is a loaded question. (laughs) Yeah. I mean, they're not really questions so much as statements. Ben's great, dude. Ben was great. Sure. Um, Sure. Yeah. I mean, we did a whole podcast. It's a good episode. We don't ever have to. It was a really good. I felt really close to him, Mm -hmm. uh, even though I didn't really know him. Uh, Particular. I mean, you feel close to Ben every time that I fuck up something as the host. <laughs> yeah, you really. I mean, I'm just making it possible for people to appreciate Ben for years to come. Hell yeah! By not being a very good host, <laughs> <laughs> he kept you in line. Yeah, Brendan. Yes. About I mean, that I, time? I guess. Yeah, I think it's that time. All right. Well. Thanks, as always, to our illustrious guests for coming on. Colin, anything you want to plug? Not a lust. Oh, God, no. Okay, good. <laughs> Francesca! Yeah? Anything you would like to plug? Oh, um... Except... Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> what? Except my butt is what he was going to say. <laughs> really? Were you going to say that? Or I did was going to make a sentence? joke about Leib's weenie. You guys are so curious. Haven't you seen it at this point? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Unfortunately. Yeah. Um, No, nothing to plug. Just, um, you know, if you're in San Francisco, come come see me at the Verity Club every second Thursday with awesome comics every month. News broke on AJ Plus. And news broke on AJ Plus. All right. Well, we're giving, gaining a lot of new listeners, some that might just be listening for uh, ways to uh, incriminate us. But mm-hmm. whatever, we'll take it. Mm-hmm. Everyone's going to know, man. Make your right. next... Uh, I'm going to have to video. fire you. From our FBI surveillance van to yours. <laughs> Email us, broadcast at gmail.com. Vince, what is the Google Voice number? 415-275-0030. All right. Thanks for listening, as always. And until next week, good night and good chins. Yeah.